Hi, and welcome to The Nerd Out. I'm Lisa. I'm Ritzy Pig. We're girls, and we nerd out with the cock out. Full-blown balls and everything. Although there might be a semi-related special guest today, but we'll get to that <laughs> in a second. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter, at The Nerd Out. We have a Facebook page, and you can email us, info at The Nerd Out, if you want to share anything. Uh, sometimes people do. In fact, most recently, we learned about someone's birthday. Yes, it's Derek Victor Pound's wife, Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Rachel. Happy early birthday. We know we're a little bit early, but we wanted to make sure that we, that we got you. Yeah, we were so excited to get such a sweet note from your lovely husband. Yes. Um, put out for him tonight. Or so, today. Yeah. Don't wait. Just do it. <laughs> Time's a wasting. Um, but it was really lovely to hear from him, and happy birthday to you. I hope you have an awesome day. Yes. Oh, and stickers. Some we, people have reached out. They want stickers. Yeah, and they're going to get them. Yeah, they are, as soon as I get my ass in gear. <laughs> so, hey, they're coming. Uh, you can you can post on like Facebook or something if you want stickers. I would probably not put your address there. I would send that in a private message. Yeah. Just because you be never smart. know what kind be of smart. psychos listen to us. Exactly. Be smart. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get into our very, very, very special guest. Not only is he, um, Navi, and not only is he Barry and nerdy, uh, he's also, um, a crew member, fellow crewmate of Army of Snipers, and he's just beyond talented and super awesome. Yes. Who happens to listen to the show? Not just a special guest. He actually listens to the shit. Oh, so, so let's exciting. introduce our special guest, Navi Lou. Hello, hello. Welcome, Navi Lukester. <laughs> we wanted to have you on for so long, so it's awesome to have you finally here. I know. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm honored to be a part of you know the show and. Really let my nerd hang out, you know. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> easy it, there. Let it flap in the wind. <laughs> so, Navi Luxor, why don't you tell um, people out there who may not be familiar with you. Um, but what should you, be. You totally should be. What? Who are you? What you do? Um, okay, well, my name, as you know, is Luke Chu, and that's spelled C-H-U-E-H. And I am a Los Angeles-based painter, an artist, and um, I'm also a nerd. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, you know, and my nerd, my you know, expertise is more of the you know Japanese anime and you know Japanese toy kind of thing, and um, you know, bad summer movies. And uh, let me think. What else is there to say? Um, okay, I live in Los Angeles. Uh, my website is www.lukechu.com. Nice. My Twitter is at lukechu, um, and my Facebook is lukechu art. And what's I, your I, astrological sign? And I am a Pisces. A oh. Pisces. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. No, the loner. Um, what you call it? Crazy, artsy. You know, sign the emo of, kid. Yes, totally. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm, and I'm recognized for my, you know, rather emo, sad bears that are being, you know, tortured in various messed up, you know, ways. 
That's true. Emo yeah. bears. Totally. Emo, emo bears. bears. And, you know, um, for those of you that are local, that are here in Los Angeles, Navi Luke, why don't you tell them where they could currently see your latest work? Ah, uh, yes. I actually just had a solo show open about uh, 10 days ago at Corey Hilford Gallery. Um, that's in Culver City on Washington Boulevard. It's actually not in the original Corey Helford space in their second space, Corey Helford Circa, which is, is just like two businesses down on the same block. Yeah. So please go out and check it out and check the show. I'd appreciate it. It's yeah. called Random Acts of Sadness. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not emo, I don't know. What I don't it know is. what is. I gotta slip my wrist over here. Um, I really want to go. You I know should. you went. Yeah, it's it's really good, amazing as always, and great to walk in um, towards the middle of the opening and see a lot of red, little red yes. dots. Oh uh, yes, red dots are good. <laughs> I looked out. The, the 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 show was the the response was 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 really not, um, great and um, yeah, it's you know it's it's kind of a classic Luke Chu show with. You know, right, you know, the last couple of shows that I've done, I've been trying to be, I've been trying to be a little bit more um, experimental or conceptual with my work. And with this show, I was like, you know, fuck all this conceptual shit. Let's just do, you know, these little motifs of, you know, patheticness and sadness that you know people know me for, and you know, give give you know the gallery and the audience what they want. Do you think? Do you think this? You know, the classic Luke Chu show um, does well because people can relate to it more or something? I, I you know, I, I think that, like, you know, for a while there, I, you know, my, you know, my work has, you know, I, I, I was always trying to figure out whether my work was, you know, sh- you know, popular because of the character design or the my, you know, narrative um, kind of elements that I incorporate in the work, and I kind of realized recently that what people kind of like is really a combination of both. Yeah. You know, the familiar characters and you know the kind of clever storytelling that is um, that I put into my work. Though, like with this specific show, I, there's a couple has a couple paintings out in there that I did not like, you know, use any of my more popular characters for and, you know, had a strong response to, to regardless. So, but, um, you know, I think that, yeah, you know, the, um, what was the question? (laughs) (laughs) That's the perfect answer. (laughs) Answered. (laughs) I have a question. What sort of, um, like in sort of preteen teenage Luke, like, what were you into or what do you think kind of helped fed torturing emo bears? <laughs> well, you know, when I was in high school and college, I definitely, you know, subscribed to more of a goth industrial kind of, um, you know, genre of music and style. So I wore a lot of black and a lot of metal and leather and listened to a lot of really angry music, you know, and, um, when I went to college, you know, after, you know, spot, sporting that for like about three years, I kind of realized that that look just wasn't getting me laid. 
So I kind of, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I metal just wasn't getting me laid. Yes. <laughs> that is the title of the show. Thank you. It's good to have that taken care of at roughly eight and a half minutes. <laughs> and, um, I just kind of realized like, you know, what I need to do is I need to open my eyes and my ears to what's going on around me and, and embrace more of a college radio kind of, and backslash thrift store look. And <laughs> I found myself kind of relating a little bit more to like, you know, the entire death cap for cutie kind of emo-y, you know, stuff. And then of course, like, you know, the instrumental kind of, you know, sounds of like explosions in the sky and Godspeed you Black Emperor or, you know, just like Mogwai and, you know, all that shoegazering music was, you know, you know, really, you know, kind of, you know, uh, stuck to me um you know but the thing is is that like but before all even before all of this i was a huge marvel comics kind of nerd and you know i was buying up a lot of you know x-men and you know new mutants and x-factor kind of you know titles and th around that time i discovered like akira which was being released you know in america at the time in color and um, was really inspired by all that. And then, of course, all the anime that started kind of trickling in through, you know, random Japanese laser stores in, like, Chinatown in San Francisco and Los Angeles, which, you know, I lived in, La in Fresno, California at the time. So I actually had to go and order this shit unsubtitled, you know, mm -hmm. from weird little fucking stores. You know, this is before the Internet, you know, even. I'm that old, and you know, <laughs> I ordered this shit and like ordered getting get these videotapes would show up and I'd sit there and I'd watch it and watch it and watch it and would like copy it for our friends and you know it was um you know like it was super nerdy shit. But around the time when I was thirteen or fourteen, I went to my first anime convention, and it was um. It was really bad because it was in like a Ramada Inn in some room and it was really dark and it was being curated by this guy who was really skinny and had a beard. He was really into like like sexy centaurs and, you know, like really weird, crazy, furry shit. And it, it was and he was so pretentious about like, you know, his knowledge of of um, of Japanese animation that like. I I just looked at this guy and I looked at myself and I realized that if I wanted to lose my virginity <laughs> it wasn't going to be through any of this. It wasn't going to be to a Pegasus something or another. You know, if that could work out like that, you know, then I would have stuck through with it. But, you know, this and this is the sad thing is that like what I didn't have the foresight to realize is that there were other people out there that were thinking like me. And what they did instead of like letting go of their love of comic books and animation, rather they created this entire indie comic scene, you know, like Love and Rockets and, you know, Optic Nerve and all those, you know, other, you know, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac and, you know, all that shit. Like, and, you know, essentially... Put the, you know make you know put the sexy into San Diego Comic Con because mm -hmm. when you go to San Diego Comic Con now I mean like that shit is fucking sexy yeah. you know there is like some there's hotness 
all around. <laughs> and there's a lot of stink as well, which, you know, just kind of like really like makes these the sexy people even sexier because you see them. They're beautiful, but they're willing to put up with the smell, <laughs> you know, to, to chase their passions. And it makes and you think that maybe they would be willing to put up with us. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, another, and that's another thing. I mean, this brings up that, like, you know, I've met a couple people that have lost their virginities at San Diego Comic-Con. What? That's a yeah. whole... We need to find these people and, and interview a, them. That's, that's a, like a docu- documentary. That is. <laughs> yeah, you know, because it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Like, you know, they, they go there and they, they, they go to a party maybe... You know, they're surrounded by like-minded people, and then connections are made. They go to the you know? masquerade ball. I've been. <clears throat> I've been. You, you know, it's, it's really kind of funny. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting little thing, you know? Like, all these people dressed up, dancing to techno music, and, like, you know, having a good time. I'm thinking you know? it's going to be, like, a pop art logo, and it's going to be called Cherry Pop. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> Make it happen, you guys. You're the artists. You know, I'm just the great mind behind it. <laughs> Ritzy, I know. You know, you're the the logo designer. You know, you 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 you've got this. You could do this. I could do it. I could totally do it. Um, so Navi Luxor, what are you currently nerding out about now? As an adult. As an adult, I am trying to rediscover comic books. You know, specifically, you know, I'm, I'm, and I still like, you know, keep up with a lot of, you know, manga. You know, the, what's great is like because of the internet, you know, you get a lot of, you know, fan subs or like fan translations. Um, you know, when they, the, as soon as they release something in Japan, like Naruto or Bleach or One Piece or something like that, literally two days later, an American, a version of it in English will have been scanned, translated, and thrown up online for people to read. And so I've been nerding out on that. I recently got the Gundam bug, and I don't know whether or not you guys are familiar with that, but yes. there, it's about the, the all those crazy Gundam model kits that like are being produced in Japan with oh. this insane engineering that like, you know, so when you're like, you know, like, you know, say bending arms and stuff like that, the armor all shifts and it's all crazy and super articulated and I'm really into that, and, and nerd out on toys. I'm a, I produce toys, so of my paintings, and so of course I nerd out on that. Um, let me think, what else? Like I, I, I basically nerd out on anything that really just like right now. I'm staring at this Predator hot toy that I picked up, <laughs> of you know, of it in this samurai armor holding a decapitated alien in its hand. Oh, you know, that's the. Uh, you know, whatever kind of crazy shit, you know, comes up. And I nerd out on art. You know, it's my career right now, my current career right now. And I love the art. You know, I collect art books. And um, let me think, what else? Like I said, Japanese toys, I, I nerd out on that. And um, I nerd out on your podcast, you know? <laughs> Yay! Yeah, that's what I do. I listen to, I listen to you know, the... The Periwinkle Productions. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and we and we thank you. <laughs> you know, yeah, guys... you've been a, a guest once or twice over at your herd show. Mm-hmm. And yep. 
Yep, and, uh, once, once. I like you know. I also listen to like Big Kev's geek stuff and. Nice. He's a great. Uh, he's awesome because he he always you know, uh, listens to us and supports and stuff and we have we have conversations back and forth with him. He's great. Totally, he's awesome. He is great. He's uh, very you know. I, I you know try to send like you know little things that they could be able to give away on their show and you know, I mean it, it helps to promote me to an audience that might otherwise not know of my work and oh, also just, you know try to support that you know their show which is you know um, just been going on for so long and you know and it's just it's, I don't know it's just really interesting it's you know because it also dives into a lot of the the nerd shit that I don't you know necessarily you know like you know as part of my you know, nerd lexicon, and so I, you know, love, love hearing about it because you know maybe I'll be able to pick up on some of it and fall into the the, the nerd traps, you know, <laughs> of, of all that because you know it's a trap, it's a trap, it's a trap, it's a trap, <laughs> it's a trap, it's a trap. You know, when you fall into that shit, you know, it's like you know there goes essentially one fourth of your income. <laughs> and um, you know about half of your living space. You know? <laughs> That's why I had to stop. I, I you know, uh, I really had to do that to myself and stop because of what you said the the loss of money and lo- the lo- loss of space. So um, I, I admire from afar and I nerd out <laughs> about things that don't take up space. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we got this podcast. Totally. So we can like nerd out about like TV and movies and shit. Um, so uh, we got a, a short little lightning round of questions. Um, Nabi Lukester, are you ready? I am ready. In and out or fat burger? Wow. <laughs> For those not familiar, In and Out and Fat Burger are two uh, old establishments, burger establishments here in LA. Are famous and there's always like, do you like In and Out or Fat Burger? Like you can't like them both. You have to like one or the other. And you know, you're oh, kind no. of a uh, you kind of nerd out about food. You're kind of a foodie. Uh, yes, I'm a I'm a foodie too. Sorry, I totally forgot that that also qualifies as a nerd subject. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a little bit of a food nerd as well. And you know, the thing is, is that like, really for me, it's a geography thing. Ah. You know, like. Which one is closer, the In-N-Out or the Fat Burger? And fortunately, and uh, I my I sway more to the Fat Burger. Yeah. Okay. You know, like you know, whenever I drive, you know, uh, our friends at the, on the Toy Break, um, yes, podcast. Whenever I drive to there to record an episode, I will, you know, there is a an In-N-Out. And a fat burger, oh. equal distance from their place. Oh, oh shit! And so what do you do? <laughs> I go to the fat burger. Oh, that 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 speaks volumes yep. right there. Fat <laughs> burger, know? it is. You answered you know, your own but question. Like, you know, that, but then, like you know, for me in my apartment right now, I am, I think that I'm half a mile away, or three quarters of a mile. Well, well, it's one mile away from an In and Out, and a mile and a half away from the fat burger, or two miles away from the fat burger. Mm. But I'll just go to the In-N-Out because it's also close to the Albertsons that I go to. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're you're all about convenience. I am. I, I'm a bit, I'm a bit about convenience, but 
you know, if the if the In and Out were if the Fat Burger were like across the street from the In and Out on Venice, yeah, I'd go to the Fat Burger. There it is again. Okay. Again, Fat Burger wins. <laughs> yeah, Fat you know. Burger wins. No. Um, okay, what about Polar Grizzly or Panda Bear, Mr. Bearman? Panda, of course, because <laughs> it's not a bear, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And it's fucking adorable. It is. You know? Like you look at the, you look at. You know, I mean, the one of the most popular videos on YouTube is that baby panda sneezing. Oh yeah. Out of mom, you know, yeah, like that is true. that's just fucking. That's just that's priceless. <laughs> you know, I mean, like it's it's got black and white. It's got a little. It's like a little bit of both of polar bear and grizzly bear. Oh yeah. Do you ever have you ever done any artwork with pandas? I have done a painting. It's called, um, God, what did I call it? It's based on, uh, um, um, yeah, it's called Me Chinese, uh, it's called Me Play Joke. And it's based <laughs> on the rhyme, you know, Me Chinese, Me Play Joke, Me Go Pee Pee in Your Coke. And it's a, a panda standing in, with his back to us, to the audience, in front of a Coke can with his hands strategically placed towards his crotch. Uh-huh. So, so it looks like, you know, it might be urinating into the can. <laughs> Cute. You know, and that was my, and then I've also, more recently I did a painting of one of my bears painting itself, like the black spots to look more like a, a panda. Oh, I do remember that one, yeah. <laughs> it wants to be loved. So, um, and, you know, pandas get all the love. My mom actually told me when she passes on and is resurrected as, a, as an animal, she wants to be a panda. Aww. Because it'd just be to be the pampered life. Oh yeah, true. My you know? mom, uh, she passed away a couple <clears throat> years ago, but her, she collected. She was crazy about pandas. She loves pandas. So every time I see a panda, I always think of her. Super cute, mm. sweet. Yeah. So she loves pandas, especially because we lived in San Diego, and you know, I forgot this panda's name. Remember when the panda was born? It was like all crazy, like ah. Oh, yeah. It was like pan, panda, crazy. pandemonium. Pandemonium. okay next one japanese korean or chinese cuisine that's so hard that is a tough one oh that's tough but you gotta do it only one there can only be one japanese because you get so much good stuff the variety exactly you get sushi you get noodles you get you know japanese barbecue I mean, like, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's really, I mean, another thing is that, like, you know, China, you know J- the Japanese, you know, uh, you know, who were in the mid-20th century great conquerors of most of modern Asia kind of brought in a lot of the things that they found, you know, yeah. into, their, to the, into the fold of what we now know as modern Japanese cuisine, like ramen. Ramen is a Chinese noodle dish. You know, and that, you know, and you go to Kyu, Kyu Kaiku um, or Gyu Kaku, which is like, you know, the Japanese barbecue, which is By so much house. like, yeah, <laughs> so much like, you know, Korean barbecue. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like the best of everything. And like, you know, I mean, like I, I you know, up until just recently, I lived in San G- the San Gabriel Valley, you know, and San Gabriel Valley, if you don't know, is, you know, the place, you know, most Chinese people go to, you know, like, 
go to when they move to Southern California. And, um, you know, there is a lot of Chinese food there. And the thing is, is that, you know, a lot of it, as a Chinese person, I hate to say it, but a lot of it's really dirty. (laughs) Oh. The C rating is not clean enough for Luke. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I I, I mean, like, I I, I like, I want to feel like, you know, and my mom would like go, oh, it's because these people care more about the food than their own restaurants. And I'm like, that's that's, that's a great, that's a good try, mom. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like you know, yeah, no, 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 I'm sorry. Mm, no. It's um, you know, yeah, uh, that 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 excuse doesn't work for me. So, um, but yeah, um, Japanese so then. um, yeah, Japanese. Good call. I think I think what yeah, thinking about it more, I think I'd go Japanese. I'd go Japanese for the exact same reasons. Yeah. Such a variety. And it's yeah, it's my favorite when I think of what my favorite cuisine is Japanese all the time. Mm -hmm. What you crave when you can't have shit, Japanese. Mm -hmm. Um All right, and so what do you have coming up? I know you're leaving soon to go to Singapore. Why don't you tell the folks what what's going down there? Well, um my dear friends Jesse Jeru Yu. And Aaron was, yeah, sorry, Jesse Jiru, Purdy, you. (laughs) And um, the um, Aaron uh, Angry Wobots, Martin, uh, have um, two of the key members of Army of Snipers have, you know, been, you know, Aaron, as you know, is a globe-trotting, you know, artist and has found, you know, developed many you know, great friendships around the world. And, you know, Jeru is essentially the super business mind of, you know, Army of Snipers. And, you know, with a little coaxing from, you know, the, at the, with the people in Singapore have been able to bring me into the fold to nice. go out to the Singapore Toy Gaming and Comic Convention. That is, that's STGCC. Uh, that is going to be opening, um, I believe, on August first, or or maybe July thirty first. Or is there is, are there only thirty days in July? I'm <laughs> uh, looking or in August. Okay. No, no, August. I think it's August thirty first through August second um, is the. Um, whatchamacallit, the, is the convention, and we want to go out there, and Jeru has been very busy with sculpting these little knickknacks and toys for, you know, the the thing, uh, the convention, and I've just been resting up my left writing arm <laughs> so I could uh, sign away, and, you know, yeah, it should be, um, I'm, I'm very excited, I've never been to Singapore, You're I've only, Don't yeah, chew gum. <laughs> yeah, no gum. Don't do drugs. We Don't want you to drugs. live. We want you no to drugs. live. No drugs. No drugs. Hugs, no, not drugs. I haven't done the drugs thing for years now, so it's, <laughs> okay. you know, don't need to well, worry. I don't know about the gum thing, and I'm not going to judge, but I wouldn't do the gum thing there. I'm not doing the gum thing. All I'm yeah. doing is I'm going to go, I'm going to make sure I watch Anthony Bourdain's, you know, trip mm, to Singapore. Yes. And uh, do my best to reproduce, you know, his adventures, you know, at, to, uh, at all the little food hawkers and... You know, get my Hainan chicken rice on. Please, and please, that's my favorite shit ever. And eat a grip of it for me and send me pictures. Send me porn of pictures of just 
That's my favorite shit. It's going to happen. It's my favorite. I dream about it. My my mouth is watering. And I tried to find a place here in LA that makes it. And people are like, no, they say they make it, but they don't make it right. Uh, oh no! You need to go to the San Gabriel Valley. I know the um, the the be- supposedly the best restaurant in uh, SGV that sell- does Hainan chicken rice. And they do uh, it right. Like people say, it's good. It's, yeah, yeah, they do. They how do. About, they how use... about this? You go. You're gonna leave to mm-hmm. Singapore. You have it every day there. And then when <laughs> you get back, we'll go as a little field trip. Yes. To that joint in San Gabriel Valley and we'll see. We'll do a little uh, a nerd out, you know, picture, uh, you know, picture podcast or picture, yeah. uh, you know, blog thing for. And we could uh, do a little audio while we're there. We're like, okay, we're about to taste the blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, t- and take some pictures and then get the real experience while totally. it's in our mouths. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we can report back to the people because I know they really care about this. Totally. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, no, hey, you know, the nerd... The nerd out isn't just about one nerd thing. It's it's a it's it's you know it's nerding out on everything, and on it everything. should that should be food anything as well. And, yeah, anything and everything, and we're gonna report back to you. That's yes. a promise. <laughs> That's a promise, so, kids. Let's let's okay now. Since it's being documented on this podcast, it will happen. Yes, it has to happen. It has to, it, or it else we're dirty liars. Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> God knows that you know we don't want to be that. No. <laughs> And you'll, you'll get to meet Jeffrey Coe. When mm. Yes, um, Jeffrey Coe is one of uh, the people that I've been in constant communication with. Actually, I was while I was you know trying to you know recollect my nerdiness, I was also you know doing typing it up back and forth with Mr. Coe because you know that's, that's how I roll. You know, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, he seems to be doing great. That guy, I don't know if that guy sleeps. Yeah, he's he's crazy, and and it's funny. He, uh, he is the owner of Flab Slab um, in Singapore, a gallery, and um, he, his his voice is pretty funny. And he told us when we we're out there last time, he's like, um, you know, people think that I'm gay, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. It's he's the best. Um, so yeah, please please hug him for me. Um, oh. All right. So Navi Lukester uh, has. Uh, Kindly agreed to chill with us the whole freaking it out. episode because he wants oh, yeah. to nerd. He wants to chime in on what we're currently talking about. Oh yeah, so oh, it's yeah. awesome. Thank you, and let's uh, get into it, let's shall go. we? Um, I just kind of want to, you know, talk about TV in general. Okay. Because recently I was told by a loved one that I have a problem that I watch too much TV. <laughs> You just had, you know, I, I, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing. Does wrong it with stop it. you from accomplishing things? No, I mean, then it's not too much. Yeah, it's not too much. But I was thinking of like, okay, I always think about, I, me and my friends always talk about what's your root. Mm-hmm. Like say, like, okay, you're gay. What's your root? What was your first? memory that kind of made mm-hmm. you think like you know for the g's danny like you know we're talking about something and he was like he-man or something like that <laughs> like yeah. you know he was like really had the hots for he-man or something like that sorry mm-hmm. danny if i put you out yeah. on blast <laughs> 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 love ya <laughs> so like i was thinking about what's my route you know for tv and we're we were from the generation that you know, we're all right here. We're all from the same age bracket. And we're from the generation where we, you know, 
I had a black and white TV back in the days. We mm-hmm. had black and white. I didn't have color for like a long time. Mm-hmm. And we only had the three stations, ABC, NBC, uh, CBS. CBS. And then you yep. had PBS mm-hmm. or whatever the channel was. You put the UHF on and then the other knob. We totally. had knobs, kids. Totally knobs. Uh, yep, I, agree. I remember that you remember very that fondly. Shit? And TV stopped at like yeah. one midnight. in the morning. Yeah, or one or midnight or one in the morning. Then you had like those color bands or whatever. Yeah, they played the national anthem. The national anthem. And then... Uh, seasons only lasted like fall to spring, and then the summer you had nothing but nothing. shittier shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and reruns. I mean, it, it, granted, we were more outdoorsy than probably the generations, current yeah. generations. But also, now it's illegal to let your children run around outside. <laughs> but like TV was for me, I, I was thinking what my root was, you know, because I'm such a. I've seen every fucking Law and Order episode ever created. <laughs> every Are you serious? Off, yes. Wow. I've seen them all wow. since pilot episode. And <laughs> I've probably rewatched them all when they were on Netflix. Wow. As soon as I found out that they're on Netflix. Like it calms yeah. me down. The 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 theme music um yeah, calms the me. Chime, you know, it's, it's the chime, you know. but how also it, the music. Like I, I can't hum it, it's it will sound horrific, but you know, it's that that bass line you hear that I'll find a clip maybe and put it but it, it calms yes, me yes. you know what I'm saying yes. you hear it you hear I got it. it I got it so like it calms me and so see my, when my mom okay when I was really young the, the earliest memory I have is I was like four years old we're on welfare living in San Diego living in the back of a liquor store and Every day, my mom would have to do whatever she was doing, and I would be in front of the black and white TV watching Perry Mason every day with a piece of white bread, some mayonnaise, and one of those yellow squares of cheese, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Campbell's um, chicken noodle soup Mm. every day. And I didn't know, I was four. I don't know what the hell is happening on Perry Mason, but I know some major (laughs) shit's going down, and I love it. So that's my root, but also it's my root for TV in general. I was, you know, uh, kind of like a latchkey kid in TV. I was raised on the limited channels of TV. Yeah. It was my escape. Mm-hmm. And then bring, and then fast forward to when MTV came out. It was like, what MTV, TV, and music? Both of my loves together? Forget about it. I'm never leaving this room with my mm-hmm. little black and white TV. And then I got color. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it was, it was my escape. It it's close to my heart. It's 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 like a parent. Mm-hmm. So TV is has always been really special to me. So fast forward to now, where TV's fucking amazing, and actors from movies are trying to get it a fucking series, and I can't keep up with all the amazing TV on all the different crazy channels. Yep. And <laughs> summer doesn't mean shit's over. Shit just starts. It means it's summer. It means you better start catching up on all the shit that you missed. I know. Yep. It's crazy. So I don't have a problem. Okay. <laughs> and I feel like, or maybe there are out there, and I don't know about it. Are there like like book clubs, but TV clubs? Oh, I think there should be. I mean, if I there think aren't, that... there should be. Can we start one? Or, or is that, this podcast <laughs> kind of like a TV club? It is kind of like a TV right? club. Right? Because we discuss mm-hmm. what we saw. We, we pick a we pick a series. We watch it. We discuss it. We discuss it. 
Mm. And if you haven't seen something, you say you're going to put it on your list. Yes. If I haven't seen something, I say I'm going to sit put it on my list. And then we, if I see it or whatever, we talk about like, oh, maybe I didn't like it. Oh, maybe I liked it. What about this character? Well, explain. Like, yeah. it's, it's great. So if there I think any... that's what I like about your show is because of the fact that, I mean, you guys do talk about a lot of the, um, the stuff that you're watching. And you guys gonna get you get into it, and you know, you know, and yeah, I think that you know, that's the thing about television. Television is so sophisticated now. Yes. You know, it the storytelling is on like it's like university level shit right now. Please believe. You know, and it's um, better than some a lot of movies that come out. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. The quality-wise story, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, when we talk about movies, we're going to get to a movie that came out that was the worst <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Well, you know, the thing is, movies just don't have the time now to tell a sophisticated story the way television does. Yeah. Like, you know, in, in, and, you know, movies now are two-and-a-half, three-hour things. Like, you know, you go see a movie, expect to, you know, have that movie take up two-and-a-half hours of your life. You yeah. know, and I think that's uh, exactly what it is. You know, so but, and then you go and you watch something like, you know, Breaking Bad or you know whatever or Walking Dead or whatever, and it's just you know the, the stories just, just you know extends throughout like you know the entire fucking season. You know, even beyond that, you know, like it goes. It, the story extends through seasons. You know, and. um you know, you were able to really find yourself, you know, find yourself being really attached to the characters, you know, yeah, and in a way that you can't be with a movie, the movie. Exactly. So, you know, I think that, you know, television, this is, you know, one of the, um, this is the golden age of television yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It really is, you know, and, you know, for people such as myself that, only watch so much television, you know. I, you know, I know I, I feel like I'm missing out on something. It's also the, like the the dark ages for television too, with you know the Kardashians and yeah. you know oh, all, you know e television pro reality programming, you know, like yeah. Duck Dynasty and you know whatever. But you know, at the same time, what's great is that like you know if you there, there's something for everyone. Like you know if your thing is poor white trash, you know <laughs> the South. You got honey boo boo. You got, you got a grip you know, of shit. A lot yeah, of shit yeah. to tickle your fancy. Exactly. You know, yeah, like, you know, I I can't stop watching, you know, barbecue shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, if there's, if there's like some grilling competition, I'm on it. You're on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm watching. You know, and, um, you know, it's, um, yeah, you, know, I, I, you don't have a problem, it seems. Yeah, and it, people you know, my, who do say you have a problem are just jealous. Totally, that they don't get to watch as much TV as you do. I know, and you know, I do it, but I do it while I work, though. Yeah, See, you know what I'm saying? Like, only a, few, a a chosen few do I have to have the time, or I make the time to sit and watch because I want to capture every single moment, like Games of Thrones, like Game of Motherfucking Thrones. Mm-hmm. You you can't work and do that. No, and watch too that much shit. going on. You gotta pay attention. That's the but reason why I haven't watched it yet. See? Because I'm also I'm waiting for this the series to almost like kind of end. Because uh, so I so wait, I just like sit down and us. watch the entire fucking thing <laughs> in one fucking thing. Sorry for interrupting. By the way. No, no, no. That, that makes that's like, no. That's definitely a good one. A good call. I, I feel like that, that a, about a couple of shows too. Um, so yeah, TV. 
It's great. That's what we're here for. That's yeah. what we talk about. Um, so I wanted to mention a discover. I don't know if any of you watch this, but it's um, on YouTube, and it's with the comedian, uh, comedian Paul F. Tompkins. You guys are probably familiar with him. If you don't know his name, you know his face, and you know the way he speaks. I actually get my de punchline delivery when I tell jokes and the way I talk and kind of my mannerisms from him because he used to be on um, VH1's Best Week Ever, mm -hmm. which I used to love. The old school one, not the new one that is on right now, kids, but the old one. And the way he is, he's like gentlemanly and the way he talks. <laughs> and and I, I, would, I would always go, huh? like this. You can't see my face, but I go, huh? <laughs> That is so funny. And, I mean, now I need to see him and see this. And I've never noticed until recently. So anyways, he has, um, it's, you can go to maidman.com. Made we'll have a link to it. Um, or you could also go to maidman.com, look it up on YouTube. And it's him, uh, like an eight-minute little interview at a bar uh, with a variety of amazing people that you, we, I think all three of us here would want to hear him talk to. Mm -hmm. And then after that, almost with everyone, he does a little drinking game with them. Like the um fuck kill Mary. Oh yeah. One. You're you familiar you're familiar with that, Nabby Luke? No. I'm not. Were you okay, so like you are gonna be like, okay, we're gonna play Fuck Kill Mary. Um that show they say hug kill Mary. He's like, but you know, think of hug as however you want to interpret it. Um so say I give you we give you the name of three women or three people whoever and then mm -hmm. you have to choose from those three who you're gonna fuck who you're gonna marry who you're gonna kill okay <laughs> right mm -hmm. so so that's that's basically what fuck, that's the game so he'll do that with people and they're kind of drinking so he does like you know uh people from all the sh current shows that are really doing well like he had like steve yoon from walk he did a lot of walking dead um actors um russell peters is on there um, I haven't watched Zach Galifianakis ones. I'm sure that's amazing. <laughs> um, it's, it's just really, really good. Huh. So uh, it, it, it's only eight minutes. And then the mm. drinking game is like a couple of minutes. So we'll have a link to that. You guys should definitely check it out. And check out his mannerisms. And, and know that that's what Ritzy looks and like. And know that that's what I do when I get my punchline. <laughs> like <laughs> right I'm, there? Like right there when I'm telling you a joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm looking here at the outline that Ritzy and I wrote because we work on when we're not talking to you, we're working on our outline. That's right. And the first thing under movies, did you write this, or did I write you this? You wrote that. I didn't see that. Smurfs, <laughs> Smurfs <Okay>. two bombed. <laughs> didn't we talk about Smurfs and how much I hate them? So nothing. I hate the Smurfs so much. Me too. Nothing oh. made me happier than the fact that Smurfs two bombed. <laughs> Smurf leader flee. Like oh, kill me. <laughs> So yeah, that was that was my first movie news. <clears throat> Delight, <laughs> reveling in the misfortune of others. Uh, but the next two are yours. So I saw. I've been kind of catching up on a couple of movies here and there. Um, I saw finally found the documentary Sound City. I don't know if you two are both familiar. Those of you out there are familiar with. Mm. If you haven't seen it, you definitely have to see it. It's about the Sound City Studios here in LA. It was um, directed and produced by Dave Grohl, um, and basically documents the the beginning of Sound City and then how he ends up recording there and also at, with um, Nirvana and then he you know finds out what's happening the history and then ends up buying the soundboard the original it's called a Neve I believe 
and that kind of really gave the sound to everyone that's recorded there. S such legends as a Fleetwood Mac. Heard of him. Um, Little Ben, uh, known as uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I think I heard of him. Mm -hmm. um, Nirvana. Uh, some obscure band that they're really nice. Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> mm. Like a grip. Like the, the, the list is crazy. And then so he does... There was a big hoopla about it uh, earlier this year because he, oh, during like South by Southwest time because he was going to show it there. And then the, he got a band together of all these different people that had recorded there. So it was like him, um, Paul McCartney, Stevie Nicks, Rick Springfield was, his, <laughs> his career was like made there and stuff. It was crazy. So they went mm -hmm. on tour and they did all these little things. Anyways, it's, it's great. I, I saw it, li I think, free live streaming on uh, Amazon Prime, for those of okay. you with the Prime mm -hmm. membership. That would be me. If you don't have one, you should get one. It's totally worth it. So I saw that. That was really good. Um, especially if you're a music fan of any sort, you should definitely see that. Youngsters, see it. Know how you used to fucking do shit. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, I also saw The Impossible with Ewan McGregor. And uh, what's her name? Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts. Did you guys see that movie? I couldn't do it. Mm, nope. I shouldn't have done it. Fucking really? I shouldn't have done it. I was ten minutes into it. I'm balling. Balling. Yeah, that's what I heard. Balling. Mm. I kind of had an idea, but I wasn't sure. I think I was also mommy hormonal, and I was balling. I had to stop it, <laughs> and then like re. So basically, it's. Directed as a Spanish director because the story is based on Maria Ballone and her family's experience during the tsunami in the Indian Ocean that happened in 2004 when they were on a family holiday in Thailand. The fucking visuals of people and what happened, the, the story itself, I know they embellished for dramatic effect, you know, for the, for the movie, but the gist of the story is true. It's crazy how they you know, were separated during the tsunami, but then they, how they got together, it, it, it's crazy. But the visuals, it, like, it hurt to see, like, Naomi Watts' character, when she gets dragged through the water, and they, it's, it's kind of tragically gorgeous, the way they film it. Mm. And being a new mom now, it's like, I was, I was through. <laughs> yeah, mm. I've heard that it's a, it was a real... Like not not necessarily just a tearjerker, but like put you through the emotional ringer. You're like, what? what? Turn around! Turn around! <laughs> <laughs> it's it's great. I I I highly highly recommend it. But get ready. You know what I'm saying? Don't see it alone. Maybe see it with the someone you can, you know, cor you cuddle, know with. cuddle with and and grab their arm and you know get it like twisted or something. And so yeah, the impossible. <laughs> I saw two movies this weekend. I saw Kick-Ass 2. Oh. Not as good as Kick-Ass 1, in my opinion. Because I, mm. really, I really enjoyed Kick-Ass 1. I did, too. Yeah. yeah. But I liked mm. the... In Kick-Ass 2, they had... There was a very sort of, like, positive girl message that I liked a lot. Mm. So, the, at least, that kept me warm. Um, and <laughs> then I saw something that was the worst movie I have ever seen in my entire life. Uh-oh. To call this movie unwatchable is, I mean, that won't work because somehow I managed to sit through it. But it was, 
I, at one point, I turned midway through the movie to my friend and I said, is this the scene where the meteor comes and lands on Los Angeles <laughs> and destroys everything because I can't go on in life? You saw, if this is the movie I think it is, you saw this in the theater? Yes. On purpose? Yes. <laughs> the movie that I saw is The Canyons. It is the movie that was Lindsay Lohan's oh quote-unquote comeback vehicle, <laughs> along with porn star James Dean. So, okay, small fucking world, because both of you guys know this person. Do you know a lot of the... Okay, the that dude, the porn star... Yes. I think, I think, his apartment, or I don't know, um, was filmed at K-Pep's place. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Really? Yeah. Where's her place? In in Silver Lake. It was it, like the apartment. Someone's apartment was supposed. To, it was filmed in her place. You know, uh, Nabby Luke. You know K Peppers. If yeah. you saw her, yeah. So yeah. Does she have a hot tub? No, she doesn't have a hot tub. Because if it's the house I'm thinking of, these people had a hot tub they in might the backyard. Have, they might have put a hot I tub was like, in no, it. Ain't whatever. nobody in Los Angeles lives in an apartment and has a hot tub <laughs> just hanging out in the above ground in the backyard. Yeah, I have to ask her what scene specific, but like. You know. Wow. It was like nonchalant. She's like, oh yeah. She just like emailed us saying like, oh yeah, Lindsay Lohan. She's like, she actually is acting pretty nice. She's not acting deep. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? What? Excuse me? What? What do you mean? <laughs> Lindsay Lohan? I'm like, no, no, no. Be- rewind. What, what, where are you guys at? She's like, oh. Like she, nonchalant. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention they're filming the movie here with that porn star dude. I was like, what? <laughs> the porn star dude was by far and away the best thing about the movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, cause I mean, he's a pretty handsome guy and he, but he just sort of like the way that he moves and stuff. He's sort of like, what's his name? Predi- James Dean. James Dean. D E E N. Oh, excuse me. Um, and he just has a sort of like predatory, slinky, cocky, annoying, greasy kind of like walk and demeanor. And like, you at least love to hate him. <laughs> and I've, I follow him on Twitter cause he's really funny. And I'm like, and at least you know, it's like nothing like his personality. So there was acting and he was not a good actor, but I mean, everything about this movie, I was like bleeding from the eyes and mouth by the end of it. Like I seriously, I've never wanted a movie to be, real life before more than this movie so that I could leave and go kill these people. Like, <laughs> it was awful. Awful. Wow. That's crazy that you saw it in the theater on purpose. On purpose. Yeah. I like, didn't even hear about this movie. And, hmm. Well, the movie, and I'll put actually a link Why, to wait, the... Wait, well, how, I mean, how did you get convinced to go see this? I okay. Mean, <clears throat> there was a story... question. Okay, well, okay, so here's kind of the story. This script was written, it was directed by Paul Schrader, who is a, um, a screenwriter from back in the day. He wrote, like, Taxi Driver and, oh. like, a bunch of big movies. Um, so he was directing it. Uh, it was, the script was written by Brett Easton Ellis. Mm. And so these two, these guys got together and decided that they would have a Kickstarter campaign to fund their movie. And Jane, they got James Dean to sign on early. So then they raised, like a quarter of a million dollars and then other people like kicked in some of their own money. And so then they convinced Lindsay Lohan that she had to be in the movie. And then the New York times was following the shooting and stuff of it. Cause it was only she was shot over like two weeks. Yeah. Super short. Yeah. And, um, and so there's this fascinating story in the New York times that was titled like, this is what happens when you cast Lindsay Lohan in your movie. <laughs> and it was like a slow motion car crash of like filming the entire movie. 
And then at the end, and they talk about like how James Dean is a sort of breakout star, and at the end, the writer's like, it was actually, you know, pretty good, and you know, it's like campy and weird. And I was like, okay, it's gonna be one of those like so awful. Maybe it's, it's kind of so good. good. Yeah. No, no. It's just, <laughs> just awful, wretched, <laughs> tragic, <laughs> abysmal, horrific. Wow. It was. I oh. there are no words in this world for me to describe it. So no stars, no thumbs up. Zero stars. <laughs> Wow. Negative stars. <laughs> wow. So yeah. the canyons. Uh, yeah, so the canyons does not get a glowing review if from any, this reviewer. If any of you out there have seen the canyons and enjoyed it, please let us know. <laughs> One of my friends on Facebook did and, and loved it. Really? And really? You, you unfriended them. <laughs> no, I was like, I need you to explain to me what was remotely redeeming about this movie because there was nothing by my count. I was also a little hungover. When you saw it? Yeah, that might not have been a little bit. Not in the best moves. Not in the best moves. Sometimes I like seeing movies. <laughs> um, hmm. Luke, have you seen anything recently? I just saw Pacific Rim. Oh, oh yeah. No. And? I I liked it. You know, I thought it was fun. You know, um, did you guys see it? Yes. I haven't seen it. Yeah, uh, I thought it was, uh, you know, I mean, it, they. it's a fun summer movie. You know, you go in, it's, I think I would have loved it even more if I was young. Yeah. But uh, younger or not as jaded, but you know, yeah. um, like you know, I went and saw it with my sister, you know, and you know, she, there were, I thought there was a couple parts that were a little overacted, but like you know, um, I guess you know for what it is, and you know, it, I, I, yeah, I, it's a you know fun movie with gigantic robots fighting gigantic monsters, you know, maybe with, you a know. little boy's fantasy. Exactly. Exactly. It really, it really sang to the child in me. I know? had people afterwards who were like, so do you think I should see it? And I was like, you're either the kind of person that wants to see giant robots battle giant sea monsters, or you're not. Or you're not. Yeah. Like, if you are the kind of person that thinks that that might be fun, by all means, go see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but exactly. otherwise, I mean, it's a kind of it's a kind of person that wants to see that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, that kind of person is me and <laughs> and Navi Luster. Exactly, um, it's good stuff. Good you know, stuff. Big monsters, big robots. You know, um, yeah, and they brought in a lot of little things that you just don't think about, like if a gigantic monster were to you know come you know crashing through your fucking city and dies, you know, in downtown Los Angeles. What do you do with it? You know, and then they kind of explore that in the movie. Like, oh, that's cool. You know, yeah, you know, you, you get people out there who take it apart and sell it, you know, to the community or to scientists or to whoever, you know, for a profit. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Take yeah. it to the whole, the whole other level. Yeah. <laughs> thinking everything out. Thinking everything out. Think, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, you know, I, 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 I'm glad that I saw it. So. Yeah, I want to see it. Uh, yeah, I do. I'm, I'm definitely gonna check it out. It sounds like, person. yeah, it sounds like fun. And when we talked yeah. about it, and they had the trading cards, and then yeah, not only it. that, and then who's in it too? You know, got a little eye candy for the ladies or the mans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's yeah, get a little into, something for everyone. Yeah, little, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Who were the lady? Who were the ladies? Like any of the main ladies? Anyone like oh? The girl. Wasn't that the, the chick that played Gogo from? Um, was it Kill, Ed, Kill Bill? I think was that's, it? that's what my sister was saying. Let me look it up really quick. Um, but yeah, I think that the um, um, what you call it? The main Asian chick is the um, 
chick from Kill Bill. Oh. Yeah. She's, she's kind of um, odd looking. Yeah. She mm. had a look. Mm. Yeah. I, I was Rinko not opposed to it. Kikuchi. And let me see. Oh, I know. This isn't, no. Maybe. Well, let me see. No. No. She's always going to be go go to me. I'm just going <laughs> to run with that. I'm going to start a rumor. <laughs> We're starting to hear, kids. Right that's here, what, right now. Tell that's everyone. What my, that's what my, my sister convinced me what, um, it was. Kim. So I want to believe it. But um, I guess, no, I guess not. But she's um she's in the forty seven Ronin you know movie that's coming out. Oh yeah, I want to see that. And um, let me see. Yeah, no, she's not the kill. She was in Babel. Well, no way, hold it. She was in she was in Babel, and I, I know the Kill Bill chick was in that, but huh, I don't know. So it's not, it's not. <laughs> no, it is. It is? We're just oh, going to say, say it. Oh, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Oh, it, is. it is. Spread the rumors. <laughs> so I have also been watching a lot of TV. The first thing I'm going to tell you, Me because too. Ritzy's going to be really excited about this one, I finally started watching Downton Abbey. <gasps> yes! Oh. Do you, have you watched Downton Abbey? No, I know. Oh, I know. So fucking good. I'm one episode in, I was super confused for a lot of it. I'm still really confused. Let, if you have any questions, let me know. Okay. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Maybe we can have a little downtime afterwards. Yeah. But yeah, we'll be talking about that in the future for sure. Dad's so good, right? Were you hooked? Are you hooked? Yeah. I mean, it was just one episode, so oh, I feel yeah, like, yeah. you know. Get a couple under your belt. Yeah, You're get a couple. What? Click, click, next, next, next. Uh, and then Orphan Black, I finally saw. Is it? I, I, somebody needs to give this girl an award. Because she, she plays, like, people. 12 different, 12 totally different versions of, her, of herself. And is she American or British, like, in real life? No idea. Because I think she's American, if I remember correctly. She's kind of an exotic name, so I don't know. Luke, have you seen Orphan Black or heard of it? No, I haven't. It's a BBC show. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get it on demand, um on like on demand bbc whatever um it is about a girl who is finds out or realizes that she's a clone and then she plays like seriously 12 different versions of herself and her gay brother in it is like the best character on earth oh really yeah Hmm. gotta love felix um, so that is really, really good. There's only, it's one of those like, you know, BBC jams. So it's like 10 episodes and then you're done. And, um, so yes, definitely recommend huh. check out like a, I don't know, an episode or two, but I liked it a lot. I And I, it was one of those TV shows that like a bunch of my friends made me promise that I would watch. So I was like, okay, fine. Ah. You know, you're kind of bullied into it. <laughs> um, but it was a good, it was a good bully. Um, and then, oh, you were, you're doing some, uh, Netflix jamming. Yeah, I, we powered through, you know, cause Mio Cita and I, we always, always are looking for, sh- you know, shows that we can watch together, that we're both into, that we can watch uh, while we work or whatever. So House of Cards, we finished that shit. Navi Luke, if you haven't seen House of Cards, it's on Net, uh, Netflix streaming. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's with Kevin Spacey. Just one I heard about that one, right, where yeah. he plays the politician. Who yeah, and it just got, like, a group up. of uh, Emmy nominees and stuff like that, uh, nominations and stuff. Um, finished that, excited. 
for the next season. Mm -hmm. um, then I jumped into Orange is the New Black. Which everyone is telling me is amazing. And has Natasha, what's her name, from Slums of Beverly Hills. Oh, Natasha Lyon? Yeah, Leon. Remember she was like missing? She was like, oh, yeah. oh she, she was, was like in, a crackhead um, or something. Yeah, for a she while. was like an American Pie and everything too. Yeah. And she was like one of my, she did a lot of indie films as well. And she went missing. She was like living in the streets and was like a. In like Florida? I think she was a heroin addict. And yeah. so she plays a heroin addict in, in, the, in the series. And it's super, they said it's like Oz, the HBO sh uh, prison show Oz meets the L word. And it totally is. Okay. I don't love it. Um, saw it just while I breastfeed. <laughs> while I breastfeed. <laughs> that's, that's, it's appropriate. Breastfeed TV. Yeah, you know, it's one of those shows. I wasn't like, oh, oh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like House of Cards, like, let's watch another episode. It was like, okay, entertaining, cool. But the the season finale, though, it got real deep, real dark. And I was like, oh, turn, a turn. And I kept being like, who's that, who's that, um, that, that main character bitch? I was like, why does she look so familiar? She was in that movie with... Um, uh, what's his name? Really cute guy that I feel inappropriate to 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 um, you know, look at him. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. No, from High School Musical. Zac Efron. Zac Efron. You know that movie where he's like a war vet. War. He went to war, and then the picture, the photo, the lucky one. The lucky one. I think it's called the lucky one. Why are you asking me if I know that? Of course I don't know that. Oh, come on. Come on. You know Zach Efron movies. Come on. All <laughs> the ladies not. know Zac I do not know Zach Efron movies. Zac Efron whether, you, whether you want to admit it or not. Anyways, she was the girl in that shit. Mmm. Yeah, so. And then I heard about, I was told that uh, the new show on Showtime, uh, Ray Donovan was really with um, Liv Shriver. Yep. Um, Naomi Watts' husband. husband. Exactly. See how that, how, uh -huh. see how we did that, kids? It's it all connects. All, con all connects. Ray Donovan. Um, and it's kind of like, I feel like John Boyd's comeback. Because he's in it. And he's oh. kind of really good in it. Okay. The show, it could be amazing. Especially because it's on Showtime, right? You could do, you can get away with so much. It could be real dark. But I think it's like in this limbo place of being funny and real serious mm -hmm. um but it's pretty good and i'm still watching it so uh i wanted to see if any of you out there were watching ray donovan they're mm. from boston here in la not me bunch of stuff me. going down um true blood did you see that that's over no i kind of it was a lackluster season yeah i'll watch is it is it done or is it still going i, I heard think that there i think there is one more season there's one more season they're gonna do Mm. And then it's done, which it should have been like last season. It should have been done. Um, Alexander Skarsgård was naked in the last episode. Oh, then I will definitely watch it. Just I, I saw peen. I just want to say, yeah, full on naked, like to, not I'll even have caring. To pause. Just like Nordic. Oh my god, I will have <laughs> like, to pause it. It's and like I'm like... in a sauna. I don't care. We're all very free with our bodies in Scandinavia. Oh. That sort of thing. I will definitely have to pause and like totally. Take a picture. Here, enlarge, in, enlarge, 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 yeah. enlarge. Go up to the enlarge. TV and pet. <laughs> uh, here's the most interesting, apart from Alexander Skarsgård's penis, yes. the most interesting thing about the last season of True Blood 
is that, okay, there's a guy that played the the big bad of the season, Warlow. Yeah. And he's, like, just sort of, you know, kind of generic cookie-cutter, like, handsome, good-looking guy. And he had been on um, some British soap opera that's escaping me. EastEnders, maybe? I don't know. He was on a British soap opera. He played, like, a total jerk. And then when he, he was off the show, <clears throat> people would, like, accost him in the street and, like, throw shit at him in restaurants when he was out to dinner <laughs> with his mom and stuff because they hated his character so much. Wow. So, I know, which was like, oh, no wonder people moved to L.A. So, <laughs> he got cast in True Blood, but he's, oh, so apparently in this, like, two-year downtime that he had, he was like, I hated leaving the house. I just sat around in my underwear and played World of Warcraft. <laughs> he got to be so good at World of Warcraft that he was one of the top ten ranked players what? in the world. Shut he, um, and it's funny because he was like, oh yeah, I was top ranked, whatever. And then like the magazine article I was reading, they were like, well, he developed a World of Warcraft problem. I'm like, that doesn't sound like a problem. That sounds like he kicked its ass. Right. Yeah. It's like Ritzy and Ritzy developing a TV problem. <laughs> but I was like, wow, who would know that this like hunky dude, generic dude is like a total video game playing badass. <laughs> That's what he just did on his downtime because he didn't want to leave the house. Well, you know, it's the thing about, like, you know, video games and uh, in general. It's, you know, evolved to a point where it's like if you're not playing video games, you're missing out in a lot of great entertainment potential. Really? I agree. You know, yeah. You know, I mean, and, you know, there are so many games divine, designed for so many different people from, you know, Candy Crush where you just... Yeah. You know, you're you're on a bus and you're playing, you know, a game for a couple minutes, or um, to you know, World of Warcraft, where you know you lose, you know, three years of your life. <laughs> you know, it's you know, it's it's it, 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 there's a lot of games out there, and you know, to um, and a lot of thought that that you know, a lot of genius going into these things. You yeah. know, it can be like I, a really good TV show. There, are, I'm sure there are. You know, I mean, like, you know, the thing is, like, you know, people, you know, when, they, when, when people think of video games, they think they need to, you know, kind of do these challenge. You know, in the, like, the 1980s, they had these sh game shows where kids were playing games like Dig Dug or Miss Pac-Man or, you know, Galaxian, you know, back-to-back, -back, you know, for, you know, great prizes. You know, I think that, like, if we're going to do a show about, you know, gaming, it, it shouldn't, it wouldn't have to be something about that, but... You know, maybe about, I, I don't know, like, maybe the way games are produced to help us better appreciate, like, the kind of thought and, you know, the creative process of these, of, of the, the way these games are designed. Yeah. And, you know, come to become what they are today, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that, um, you know, just, you know, seeing there watching people play games is... It's, I don't know. It's not as it's, it's not entertaining, but to understand what it means to be a, a creator of these games would be some. Would I think would be fascinating? Yeah, it would definitely be fascinating for me because I don't play video games. I feel like um, it would open a whole nother can of worms as well. Like where I would just get crazy, sucked into it, and really have, you know um, mm -hmm. neglect my child. <laughs> 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 so uh yeah so, so I there's that so there's that so um uh 
I won't talk too much about it. Just say that it was fucking awesome to see the finale of The Killing. Happened a couple of weeks ago. You love The Killing. I will watch that at some point. And I was like, okay, new storyline. Amazing. Better than the first two seasons. How are they going to end this? Then we're going to wrap it up. And then what are they going to do for season the next seasons? Oh, I was like watching the last couple minutes. And I was like, don't do this. Don't do this. Don't. Oh, my God. I was like, what are you? <laughs> oh. I was like, these motherfuckers. <laughs> motherfuckers. I was like, ah, I go, well played. I see what you're doing. So, <laughs> the killing kids. Amazing. Um, and on another note, what? T.I. <laughs> has been asking me to see... Watch Battlestar Galactica for the longest. Not asking, demanding. Demanding. She Great even show. went so far as to get me the first season, season DVD. DVDs. I don't have a DVD player. I could watch it on my computer. Yeah, balls. But it was really, she was like, I was kind of, you know, you, I think you kind of sense my fear because you're like, listen, give it a try. Watch this, watch to episode 33, which is not like 30, the 33rd episode, no. just that's what it's called. It's like the what the third episode is. Yeah, something like that. You're like, watch it to there, and if it doesn't do anything for you, you know, it's cool. You tried, blah, 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 blah. I was like, all right. So I, I texted her, and I was like, okay, I think I might start watching it. Was on, she told me, she gave me the hot, the hot tip that it was on Netflix, instant streaming. I was like, okay, do I have to watch it? Like, really pay attention? Can I work? And I was like, you know, folding clothes. She's like, yeah, yeah, you could like do that. Like folding clothes is acceptable. Working, working, probably not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, I was a little bit on deadline. So I folded clothes, got into it, kind of get the gist of it. Because you're like, oh, there's some story, some storylines and relationships happening that will, you know, you'll need to know later. Yeah. So and the was folding clothes. Miniseries pilot. Yeah. Situation. So watching that. And then I kind of got started to do work. And then I got to that episode. Um, I don't know if I finished it though, and I I'm invested, but I think because I wasn't paying attention 100%, I'm a little confused. So mm. you and I will have a, have to have a discussion to mm-hmm. clarify a couple of things. Yes. But I was like, the whole I wasn't knowing about Biostar Galactica. I just immediately for you know I like I don't nerd about nerd out about that, so it's new to me. But I. My thing was I thought about, like, Star Trek. I don't like the way Star Trek looks. You know, like, it's, like, in a little studio. Like, I don't like that. And for some reason, I, I've i never really seen shit from Battlestar Galactica. And I kind of thought it was like that. So on the first couple of minutes, I was like, oh, the storyline and the, you know. I was like, okay, I might be into this. I'm, I understand now. I understand a little bit. So I'm going to probably watch episode 33 again when I'm, me only time. doing the activity level of folding clothes. Okay. <laughs> I am cautiously optimistic about this development. <laughs> but I was like, oh, oh, that chick from, it's Hawaii Five-0, Hawaii Five-0. Yeah. Oh, she's a, oh, that dude, uh, the main, um, uh, what's his name? Colonel the son. Oh, mm-hmm, Will Adama? Yeah. Him, oh, I was like, why does he look so familiar? The Law and Order uh, the British one. The British one. Yeah. Law and Order British one. He's the main guy. I was like, oh shit, is he British? Because he's not British. Yep. He doesn't have British, British accent. 
on he is British and he is British. And I was like, oh, he is from Law and Order. See, I told you, Law and Order freak. I even watched fucking BBC one and shit. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm curious about the Law and Order BBC one. You know, because but anyways, it's back good. to Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, it, that it's good. Just on a side note, real quick, it's good. And what's interesting is that they use a lot of the Law and Order plots from the United States and apply it to there. Uh-huh. So mm. kind of like I was like, mm. oh wait. I remember this episode because you know I remember You're another like, episode that would not fly in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> but what's 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 very interesting too is when you go to the court scenes over there, then it have like the people with the wigs and everything. Yeah, right. Because right. that's how they do it. So you're like, ah, oh, that's crazy. But the anyways, BBC. yeah. Um, I like I'll, the ad they've been. I'm sorry. Oh, I was no, just saying ahead. I like the ad that they've been playing where they start off with the American BBC. Yeah, the, the American Law and Order opening, and then they kind of slowly like shift Mur- it over. Yeah, and they morph it. into the morph into the yeah, totally. Yeah, I was yeah. like, ah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it's great. Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. What one thing I do like, and I remember when I sat in Hall H, maybe in two thousand nine for Big Bang Theory by myself. Mm-hmm. I did the two hours in the long ass line by myself. I sat through a Battlestar Galactica thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, hmm. I had no idea, and I was like, hmm. I was like, Edward James almost Eastside Morales? I was like, hmm. Space with some people of color? I'm down. Someday, <laughs> I will be down. So mm-hmm. that's what I do like. Like you were saying, you know, strong female characters, uh, the rainbow of colors of people. I, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. It's very progressive as yes. far as their society goes. Yeah, so I was like, oh, there's hope. Yeah, there's hope. There's hope. Mm-hmm. Um, another show that you guys should watch, just because it's good times, that uh, Miosito turned me on to, uh, even though I kind of knew about it, but then he said that I'm a hater and that um, he told me about it, which he didn't. Um, it's called Drunk History. Uh, so, <laughs> Have you heard of that? Have you seen it? I've heard of it. I watched it on the, um, I haven't seen the show of it. I, I would always watch the Drunk Histories on, you know, the um, Funny or Die. Die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you see, this, yeah, that's how it started on Funny or Die. But now they actually have a show on uh, Comedy Central. And it's the best fucking shit ever. Because um, if you're not familiar with it, it's eight historical reenactments by A-list talent. So they'll have like... Uh, Jack Black and like the craziest people reenacting but reenacting while the drunk person telling the story so it's like with that voice so like whatever they say they it's it's genius it's okay. fucking brilliant and genius okay. so you have to watch it I, yeah, I, I just can't imagine them turning it into a 30 minute show I mean because like just those those 10 minute like segments you know followed you know with <laughs> You know, cuts of the historian puking or falling <laughs> off his chair or yeah. whatever is this? It's just so good. Like you know, it's, it's so I, great. I, and then, and then, and then how they, you know, they are reenacting. The A-list actors are reenacting that part too. It's, like when it's he goes, great. no, 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 no. He says, uh, <laughs> yeah. wait, no. Wait, he says, I'm gonna uh, throw up right now. <laughs> 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 or that one. I don't know. They just we just saw. The one where they go to uh, Washington, they're talking about Washington, D.C., so they're talking about all these things. And there's one guy, I forget his name, but he was really cute. Every time he'd, t- he'd be like telling the story, and every time he'll take a pause, he'll go like, he'll count his fingers, he'll go, one, two. He'll be like, and then, um, you know, his name was, he blah, 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 blah. Okay, one, two, three. Okay, and then, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, why do you keep doing this? He's like, well, when I 
drink, you know, I have to count, I'll count to three, and then it'll make me, like, know that I'm okay, but I'm really not okay. <laughs> 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 oh, and then we saw one where they tell the story. <laughs> they tell the story of Kellogg's of the Kellogg's brothers, and oh my god, it's so good, so... Definitely have to catch that. Okay. That's on season pass recording for us here at this household. Okay. And then, but I think the best fucking news ever, and we'll probably end on this note, kids. Fuse. I don't know. I want to know. I want to do some more research and find out whose brilliant idea this was. But Fuse Network, you know, that music, other that actually played music videos and shit. Um, yep. They have, which I think is only a couple episodes in, ICP Theater. ICP as in insane clown posse. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what is it about? Oh my goodness fucking gracious. This is the gist of it. If you go to the site, this is what it says. Get ready to laugh with the insane clown posse as they watch the latest music video videos, movie trailers, viral videos, and all while imparting the type of insightful pop culture commentary that can only come from grown men wearing makeup. And you know how stupid these guys are, right? Yeah. So it's like fucking, um... No, that... Because also they're nervous, they don't know what they're doing, it's like magnified 1,000%. It is so bad that it is... It's it's what you wanted the canyons to be. It is so bad that it's so fucking good. Plus, they have special guests. Like, the first one, they had this one comedian. So, it was funny, but it was whatever. The second one, they had Coolio. And then the oh, yeah. commercial that's running right now is they have Tom Green wow. as a special guest. And so, like, they'll have video snippets, right? They're in this theater. So, they're in this theater, and they have, like, a show of current video or whatever. And then they'll talk shit about it. They're just talking shit about it, right? And then they'll have this other segment... Um, where it's called Photog Flavor. And and it'll be like, you know, slit red carpet photos of the week or whatever. And then they'll talk about the people, what they're wearing. And so they're just like dissing them and stuff like that. Um, but I was like, I was like, when I saw that, I was like, what? That's genius because of, you know, Insane Clown Posse and they have the Juggalos have a huge ass following. So that's going to bring a whole nother demo of people yeah. watching Fuse religiously because they're so crazy about the Insane Clown Posse, right? Mm. But so you're watching it and you're like, whoa, this is really bad. And oh my God, they're so dumb. So on one of the Photog flavors, um, they're showing pictures of people, and they show a picture of Helena Bonham Carter, mm-hmm. who you guys know who she is. And so they show the picture of her, and I was like, "Do they, are they gonna know? They're, I'm all, they're not gonna know who this is." So the the fat one, I forget his name. He's like, he's like, "Who's that?" Blah, blah blah. And then the slim one was like, "Oh, that's oh, that's that one bitch." Blah 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 blah. Yeah, you know that one actress. She's married to Bird Allen, and you know she's only getting a lot of shine because she married Bird Allen. And he puts her in all her movies. So MTV puts a little <laughs> sign on the bottom saying Bird Allen equals. Tim Burton. <laughs> it was amazing. He said it like he is, like he's knowing. He's like, oh, he's the, she's the one married to that one guy, that one director, Bird Allen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's clearly, that's must-see it's TV a winner. in it's my house. must-see TV, kids. Like I said, it's so bad, it's good. So from now on, 
I'm not going to go see uh, Nine Before Christmas, directed by Tim Burton. Uh-uh. <laughs> directed by Bird Allen. Bird Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Bird Allen's Nine Before Christmas. <laughs> I mean, Bird Allen could sound, could kind of be like Burton. Bird yeah. Allen. <laughs> I, I kind of see where he kind of got it. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, actually, one super last thing. We didn't discuss the old boy trailer. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah, Navi Luke. Take it away. So, um, you know, when I went to go see Pacific Rim, I uh, was walking out of the theater, and, you know, I saw, like, the, the poster for the new, you know, uh, Hunger Games movie, and then I saw a poster for Old Boy. And in case you never, you know, heard of it, Old Boy is this movie, you know, a Korean movie, um, and it's kind of like this revenge story about this guy who gets kidnapped and thrown in an apartment, you know, into this, like, kind of cell, which is like a hotel room where he's kept there for 15 years, and then he's released. And, you know, it becomes this crazy revenge story, but, like, who's really, you know, getting their revenge kind of, you know, thing, and it it's beautifully. It's a beautiful movie, and I highly recommend seeing it. It's on Netflix right now, but it's in English, like dubbed in English. Oh yeah, it is, and yeah. you can't take it off. It's yeah, so and which you know, I do not recommend. No. And um, you know, if you can like you know find it in Korean, in the original language, please you know see it. But um, when I, I remember posting about this on um, Facebook, and everyone's like, "Dude, you could check out the trailer." and so I went on to YouTube, checked out the trailer, and before the show started, um, we uh, I, I brought this up to, you know, the the ladies, mm -hmm. and we all watched it together. And um, I, um, who have you guys both seen, um, Old Boy? Yes, I've seen parts of it. I'm not a fan of movies with like Koreans. Like, <laughs> I hate Koreans. Um, my son is Korean. Um, uh, I'm not a fan of like the torture, like oh uh, yeah, like the graphic violence. Yeah, I've just never really been a fan of that. Like it, it makes me uneasy. So I've never seen the. I watched. I watched it, but a lot of it was with covering my eyes and asking right. Rocket to tell me, "Can I look now? Can I look?" I've forgotten <laughs> a lot about it. Yeah, it's been. It's a been long a time. long time. Yeah. And, and uh, well, I mean, you saw the trailer. Um, you know, I'm sure if, you know, if you've seen the movie, it, it you could see that, like, you know, it's directed by um, Spike Jones, not Spike Jones, it's Spike Lee, which is crazy. Or is it Spike Jones? Yeah. <laughs> is it Spike Jones? No, Spike no, Lee. Spike God, Lee. I wish it was Spike, Spike Jones. Lee. That'd be amazing. Yeah, if it was Spike Jones, it would be like, hell yeah, let's go see that shit for sure, like <laughs> off the jump, just knowing Spike Lee. You're like, what? But then you, we saw the trailer, and I was kind of. Pleasantly surprised on um, mm -hmm. the whole look and feel of it. Mm -hmm. um, trying to stay kind of in that colors coloring zone. <laughs> it, it feels true to the um, the, the Korean film. Yeah. You know? um, like just the, you know, there's one of the most famous scenes from the movie is uh, from the Korean movie is when um, the main character is you know in this hallway and he's trying to make his way out and like all these you know thugs surround him. 40 thugs around him and he's like fighting his way through it and it's just an insane fight scene in, in the Korean film and there's actually they show clips from you know the Spike you know Lee one where it's you know it feels like he's just they're kind of trying to recreate like the beautiful 
the more, you know, cinemagraphic elements from that movie. Yeah. You know, but the one thing about the a Korean film that, you know, I was thinking of, like, when I, first, when I first saw the Korean one, when he's freaking out, you know, because he found out what he did and why he was imprisoned, you know, and he's, like, screaming and he's crying and screaming and crying and he cuts his own tongue off and, you know, all this other stuff, it's... It was in it was such a, in such a way that you know I just could not imagine an American actor pulling off you know the same total freak out yeah you know and I, I'm not familiar with this current you know the, the actor who's playing Josh the, Brolin I, mm-hmm. you know and if if he has those chops you know so he's pretty good he's, yeah he's a good he's a good actor I just. Definitely curious to watch this movie. See if I can keep my eyes open for all of it. See, is it, see if it's going to be as gory. Right. Um, but uh, so you're excited to see it. You're you're interested now. You're not like, oh, that sucks. I didn't. You're you're into it. Yeah, I'm definitely. I definitely want to go see it. Definitely. You know, I'm uh, I'm a fan of the original, and I just want to see. You know, like whether I mean, you know, Spike. Spike Lee is a, a good director. I mean, he really is. You know, he and you know, he, you he had, it doesn't seem like he's gone through that slump that like, like all the Spielbergs and Coppolas and you know all the actors, all the big directors from the nineteen seventies have gone through. You know, where they just kind of you know turn to crap. You know, when you know they you know get married and have kids or whatever. You know, so we'll see. We'll see. Well, when oh. you see it, if, you know, maybe when we talk about it, we'll have you back on to talk about it. Give I would love to. We will, you know, we'll, after the uh, Hainan Chicken Rice report. Yeah. Yes. You know. that'll, be, that'll be perfect. Perfect timers. Um, Nabby Lukester, thank you so much for joining us. This thank episode. you. We thank had you such for a great time. It was a pleasure. And I now know I have a problem. Because I do not watch enough TV. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, get, get on board. Right. Get on board. I, I need to, you know, and it's a great thing that Netflix and Hulu, I have subscriptions to all of those, you know, things. So I have, you know, I can catch up with, you know, with all my television. And yeah. hopefully the next time you guys have me on, I'll be able to participate more on the TV, on the TV talk. You'll be like, girl, let's talk about Downton Abbey. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the good thing is a lot of these shows are really good, but you could still work and watch them, you know, and stream them while you're painting or, you know, and and doing, you know, whatever you're doing and you could still enjoy, you know, it's just, I think that's why I watch a lot of TV too, is like, you know, doing stuff. But, um, yeah, because we definitely want to have you on an, more, but especially because we know that you have a plan for this apocalypse. So we want to we want to have you back on when we have our next installment two of the apocalypse. Too. Yeah, electric yes. boogaloo. Electric been, boogaloo. What? Pop, pop, pop. I've been wondering what happened to that. I mean, because it seemed like it was going on strong for a little while there. You know, a lot of the, the zombie talk and we're you know, we're coming back. Yeah, okay. we're shooting for before. Um, the season premiere of Walking Dead. So anyone, oh, but speaking of zombies, sorry to extend the uh, episode, you know, <laughs> a little bit longer. But um, anyone see uh, uh, World War Z? Yes. No, haven't. I hope to watch that in the next week or two. Was it? Uh, was it worth it? I liked it. I thought it was great. 
Okay. It was scary. I definitely want to check it out. Um, so yeah, we can we both can report back on, on that yes. as well. Yes, definitely. I will expect it. Um, cool. Well, thanks. I guess that's let's wrap it up then. Yes. Thanks everybody. Thanks Luke. Thanks. Thank Ruti. you. Thank you. No, thank you, Ti, and thank you, Navi Luke. My pleasure. <laughs> Peace out, nerds. <laughs> <laughs>